Hello, everybody, and welcome to Somebody's Mama Podcast, where your host, Nicole and Kendra. What's up, you guys? This is our 24th episode, so you know what that means. This episode has to be dedicated to Kobe Bryant. It's a 24th episode, yes. and uh, him and his family, but uh, this is so exciting, the 24th episode. We're so excited to talk to you guys. As always, please take a moment to um, give us a little review and th- just thank you guys for listening, really. Yes, I got some good feedback from some of my friends this weekend, but it's always nice to hear, like, you know, they're like, oh, I listen every week and like telling, uh, talking about some of the things that we talked about last week. And I was like, I love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we never know really- listening, so that's always nice. Seriously, that's really the craziest part because you're like, oh, wow, when you talk to somebody and you're like, yeah, we did talk about that. Wow, you really do. Like, that was at the end of the video. That was the end of the episode. Yeah, you listened to the whole thing. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's awesome. Yes. So, Kendra, tell us what you did this past week. We need to know. All right. So I have an update. You know, I told you guys last week that I was preparing for Kendon's fall festival that I was suckered into doing. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so that was this past Friday and it was actually really fun. Um, it was a lot of work, like actually like getting everything there um, and setting up. I, it was much bigger than what I thought. My impression was that it was for the TK and Kinder. So I thought it was something that was on a smaller level. But when I got there, it was on the main field. It was, so TK and Kinder had certain booths. And then, so each grade level had a certain area. So we had some games and some prize booths. Other um, grades had like food, um, so there was just a range of things there was like huge jumpers and like um the little obstacle course bounce houses they had a huge rock climbing wall a petting zoo pony rides um pony rides pony rides girl they had like five different restaurants there from the community um and then they had like uh you know like ring toss like all the little carnival type games yeah i was like oh wow this is like a big deal this is not just tk and kinder it's the whole school we just have certain booths so the way it works is whatever your booth makes for your grade your um classes um the classes in that grade get to to distribute for the year for activities and things like that so um I got there. I was there from like 3 p.m. to like 9 o'clock at night. I was like, this is insane because I had to get there at 3 to set up. Um, My husband had to go out of town. So my brother helped me set up. Thank God. Um, Yeah. So we got the easy up up and the table and he helped me decorate everything and blow the balloons up. So shout out to my brother because that was a lot of work (laughs) yeah oh my goodness yeah but it was so much fun um the kids absolutely loved it we had a glow booth so you know it starts getting dark around like 5 30 now so 
all the kids were excited to get like the glow sticks and I had um, little head like flower crowns that light up. Yeah. I had um, like whistles and like finger rings that light up and necklaces and like hair pieces that light up anything I could find on Amazon that was glow in the dark or that lights up LED. I got all that. (laughs) Okay. So I was wondering what that was. So those were all light. They could all glow. That's so cool. Yeah. They either had, they would glow or they had LED. So we had sun, we had glasses. I was making um, glasses out of glow sticks. So it was really fun. Like I love stuff like that. So um, the only downside was that literally nobody from my class showed up. None of the parents showed up for my class. I only had two parents that signed up to help, so I wasn't expecting much help, but I wanted at least one or two people to be there because my mom was taking care of the kids, and she brought them up there so that I could take them around for like an hour to do the games and everything. Right. And so um, one of the moms from another classroom came to help me, so thank God for her. So I did get to walk around with Kendin and like do some games and stuff he didn't want to do much anyway he was just having fun like I had music at my booth and I was playing all the kids songs so he had some glow sticks and he was just dancing and singing having a good time (laughs) (laughs) and uh, so that was really fun and I, I sold out of everything like and I bought a lot of toys like I bought a lot of toys and we sold out of everything so it was really good like in the group chat the next morning um the coordinator she was like so you guys we did really well and da 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 and then she was like Kendra you're the MVP your um your booth did the best da, da, da. I was like oh thank you so, <laughs> <laughs> but it was crazy because it was all of our first time doing this yeah. From the coordinator to every mom that helped out, I was like, well, we the suckers <laughs> that signed up to help. Literally nobody from previous years like was there to like show us the ropes. We just figured it out. And so we did pretty well for us, like just figuring it out. And everybody pitched in and helped where they could. So it was overall, it was a good experience, but my back was toe up because at the end of the night, I had to like break everything down by myself. And I had one of the other dads like take the table and like stuff to the car. But I was like, child, this is this is too much. <laughs> Listen, I, I know one thing. I've gotten so um spoiled with not having to put up an easy up that I don't even like going to events where I gotta put my easy up because yeah. putting that thing up and then putting that thing down is not it's not it and it's not I was like my brother had somewhere to go that evening and I thought I I was like it's not gonna be bad so I could have called my dad like I could have called my other brother but I was like it's not gonna be that bad like it's gonna be fine and then I was like I should have called somebody (laughs) (laughs) you're like your feet hurt your back hurt and now you gotta go Saturday I did absolutely nothing because everything hurt okay Yeah, no, no, I believe you. I believe you. That's how I feel when I do my pop ups. And I should post a picture of like everything I carry. And I go from a from a parking structure, all the way down to Third Street Promenade and all the bumps. I hit one wrong bump, everything is falling. So yes, I, I get it. To get my friend's wagon. 
but all the other moms had like two and three wagons so I just borrowed one of theirs but um it was a a definitely a learning experience um I said I would never do it again but I probably will do it again next year (laughs) I would just (laughs) I would just like only my condition is that I need at least five volunteers to help because sitting there the whole time is not gonna cut it for me like no yeah it started getting cold I was getting hungry I'm like and I couldn't leave my booth to go get a snack or anything because it was nobody there <laughs> oh see and I had that's... a line the whole time I had a line the entire time wow so yes but that was that was like really fun though because kids fun. love those glows but anything glow kids oh, love that the older kids they were making like like connecting all the glow sticks together and like making big circles and like dancing with them and like putting I was like have y'all ever been to a rave because y'all acting like y'all been to a rave before <laughs> they had all the little, the little things on their fingers and doing all the little dance and stuff and making like, making the lights go and I was like hmm I don't know guys are a little bit young to know what a rave is about but <laughs> you're like um what's y'all doing y'all don't know what y'all doing what else did you do um so saturday i did absolutely nothing um my cousin actually got married this weekend and we planned her wedding in seven days so (laughs) so all week i've been on calls with my aunt trying to organize and get everything together that we needed she wanted something really simple like she just wait 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 wait. even her dress she had her, I think she found her dress last week too. Yeah. Whoa, that's impressive. Wasn't uh Chloe Kardashian got married in seven days? And you know what? And we pulled it off because it was beautiful. You would never know. Like you would never think. Like it was beautiful. Um, she had she got the venue, everything. Well, she was she was supposed to be at that venue, but on a different side. And my aunt found another side that had a beautiful like gazebo in front of like a pond with the waterfall. So it was really pretty backdrop. And um, that opened up the possibilities to do more. So that's why we were like getting stuff together because her original idea was just to go by the water and literally just get married and that's it. Right um because she wants to have another wedding later on so we're trying to be like COVID safe and she's like I don't want a COVID wedding I don't want like to have to be restricted and and all these things and so she's like I'm just gonna have a simple ceremony and then that's it well we got a little carried away yeah because from what (laughs) I saw that looked beautiful yeah we got a little carried away and um you know, like, oh, well, let's just do this and let's just do that and let's just do this. And then it just turned into a full-blown ceremony. And, um, but it was gorgeous and she was so happy. And so it was just all worth it. So Saturday night, I curled, pin curled my aunt's hair. And then the next morning I did her makeup and then came back home, got dressed, got all the kids dressed. Shout out to my husband because he is the MVP when it comes to like getting the kids dressed and stuff like that. Like he literally will take care of everything so that I can focus on looking cute. <laughs> wow. So I, we came back home, got everybody dressed, head to the venue. 
helped her get dressed. Um, I was kind of like the day of coordinator, you know, like you, you stand here and you do this time for you to walk time for you to walk. Um, so it just, worked. wait, was it bridesmaids too? No, no wedding party. We only had a flower girl and that okay. was at the spare of the moment. Like, okay. My little cousin did that part, but, um, yeah, wow. that's we, impressive. Yeah. It was so nice. Like we had the decorations and then we just did, um, passing hors d'oeuvres afterwards yeah it was in the in the same area where the ceremony was um we took pictures both sides of the family big group pictures so they had a photographer come and then they passed hors d'oeuvres and that was it it was like two hours wait so did she just hit you guys up and say hey i want to get married next weekend pretty much but she didn't ask for all that all that we did. She, oh, okay. She was not a bridezilla at all. She was just like, so I'm getting She was like, I want to get married next weekend. And you guys were like, bet, but if we're going to do this, it's going to be cute. And she was yeah. like, okay, as long as it happens on Sunday. Yes. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. She was like, do whatever you want, as long as it happens on Sunday. That's all. She just really liked the date. And, and she found a dress. Yeah. The dress was beautiful. Right. It just worked out. I just feel like God wanted this to happen. The weather was perfect. It was not too hot. It was a nice little breeze. The sound system at the place was like perfect. We could hear it, it was so crisp. And it was just really beautiful. Like I just feel like that was how it was supposed to happen. Everybody that, that was there that was supposed to be there like it was just more people were able to come than we thought um it was just really nice she was really happy her and her husband were really happy so um, wow yeah so it was perfect it was beautiful it's my baby cousin and so happy for her i can't believe she's married i was in shock the entire time um <laughs> yeah because when i saw it i was in shock because i feel like i remember seeing her like super little like super yeah. little yeah she was a little girl wow that's so but that's really cool though because excuse me when you know what you want to do you just know what you want to do yeah um but like even down to the um even down to like, what was I going to say? Even down to the, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Um, like the date and stuff. Yeah, but like the date. The date. Oh, I, that's what I was going to say. So no bachelorette party though? No, but I think she'll do all that like when they have Later. the party. Yeah. She, they just they just probably felt like they wanted to get married. They were ready for that next step. Yeah. You know what? And I admired it because oftentimes we make it too much about the wedding. And yeah. Theirs was about their love and their union and yeah. what they wanted to do um, together for each other. It was all about them, you know? Yeah. That's, and well, when those things, like you guys in seven days added a whole bunch of stuff to their plans. Yeah. It goes to show how much they did not, it was about them and their love and God, like their union. Like it was all about that because we added the extras. 
and yeah. she initiated it and she was like wow this is you know everything i would have thought of but she was like do whatever y'all want <laughs> because when you plan a wedding that's what ends up happening like just the amount of things that you guys got in to add to her day in seven days like when you plan a regular wedding it's like six it's like a year of people yep. adding all that little stuff in you know yep yeah and it's like she went from just we're just gonna keep this cute and simple to we got lights you know? right <laughs> got flowers. we have we got, this. We got, we got drapery <laughs> <laughs> it's like what would you guys have added if it would have been a whole year you know right exactly Girl, and then it's just the, um they had the sign like you know the mirrored sign with their name calligraphy in there when you walk in <laughs> wow how did y'all get all this <laughs> even other weddings like don't even get that in yep girl i did the invitation real quick it was really nice like you you would have thought somebody sent it to a printing company <laughs> oh my goodness Oh my goodness. Well, I'm happy that she got married and that she's happy and she did it her way. Yes, me too. It was it was beautiful. I really admired them for that. Beautiful couple. Yeah. Um, and then that night I actually went to a mommy meetup after that. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. Just a nice little mom's night out. You know, I do my monthly like mom's out. Yeah. That was fun. How was your weekend? Okay, so last week, I felt like it was so crazy. Um, so it started with, after we recorded the podcast last week, the next day, I ended up speaking at USC. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I had no clue of like what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Because what happened was um, my old, my first intern, my first intern, she goes to USC and she's part of a women's group there. And so every Tuesday they meet up. And so she hit me the week prior to that and was like, hey, can you come Tuesday to speak? And I was like, me? Speak at USC? Really? <laughs> I didn't say that, but that's what I wanted to say. Right. And um, she was like, um, yeah, it's a panel, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, oh, a panel, yeah. I'll come speak at your panel. That's okay. cool, that's cool. Yeah. So I was, she was like, okay, the coordinator is going to call you. And I was like, okay. So the coordinator called me Monday, right before we filmed the podcast. And she tells me, uh, I just want to go over everything with you because, you know, you're the speaker tomorrow and this and that. And she just kept calling me a speaker. And I was like, <laughs> a speaker i thought this was a panel right and she's like no you're the speaker the keynote speaker it's just you baby girl <laughs> yeah and i was like what she's like yeah you can go up there for about an hour and talk and then we're gonna ask you <laughs> questions <laughs> and it's tomorrow by the way <laughs> And it's, yeah, and it's tomorrow, so, and I was like, she's like, oh, did you think, it, I was like, oh, I thought it was a panel, she's like, oh, okay, well, if it's a problem, you know, just let me know, we can figure something, I was like, no, yeah, I was like, you know what, I, I, in my life, I never planned on speaking at USC, Right. <laughs> so, I'm not gonna turn it down, I'll figure it out, mm -hmm. so, I honestly didn't really have the, like, normally, I'm a pretty planned out person, you know, Mm -hmm. 
especially for something like that. And my, the last time I spoke, I did a really bad job. Well, I thought I did a bad job. So I was like, you know, this has to be relatable to kids and college. Like, you know, like, how is this going to go? So even on the way up there, I'm starting to think about what I'm going to say. But I really didn't know, like, the full capacity of, like, what I was going to say, you know? Yeah. Thankfully, um, I was talking to a friend on the way up there, and she got me all hyped up. And then uh, shout out to Danielle. She listens to the podcast. She got me all hyped up. (laughs) And then I picked up my sister, and it was one of those moments where, like, I normally go to a lot of stuff by myself, you know? And this experience, I'm so happy my sister was there because I literally, I, I was just like, I'm just going to go talk and just say exactly what happened. Like, how did I get to where I am now? Like, I'm just going to tell the details. I just said, I'm going to tell the details that nobody else shares about how they got to where they are. Yeah. So straight out of like senior year of college, what was like the different things that I did or realized, like I had an epiphany in college, like I'll just share all that stuff that built up and show like, this is like a, you know, 14 year process. Like it didn't happen overnight, you know? And when I finished, my little sister comes up to me. Oh no, no, then they clapped at the end. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, are you clapping? Are you clapping? I'm like, my sister better catch these claps on camera. I'm I'm being clapped. (laughs) I'm being clapped. I don't know. That doesn't sound right. (laughs) I just It didn't sound right, but listen, (laughs) they were clapping, and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, and they laughed through the thing and stuff, and I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm doing a good job, like, and then at the end, my little sister was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you killed it, you killed it, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I killed it, I killed it. And so the students have been hitting me up and just for little details and I've been sending them back like where to get some more information and mm-hmm. and uh, students were talking and one student was like, I hope you come back next year. And wow. they were like, yeah, you know, the speakers that normally come, they just usually come over their highlights and they tell you all the good stuff, but like you really broke it down mm-hmm. and like, we really appreciate that. So and I was like, girl, you go to USC. <laughs> like, you go to USC, you know, I, I did graduate from, from a university, but you go to USC, okay? And they were so appreciative. And I just thought to myself, like, I think this is what they call imposter syndrome because mm-hmm. I never really understood imposter syndrome until that moment where I was like, how did I, I just spoke, yeah, like I just spoke at USC. Yeah, yeah. And like, nobody could ever take that away. No, and God wanted you to be there at that moment, at that time to share your story and to impact those girls' lives. Like, like how? How? Only God. <laughs> Only God, because there was a couple years back, like maybe six years ago that I was like contacting all these different places. It was like, oh, you know, I really want to speak. I, I think it'd be cool to try out being a motivational speaker and this and that. Right. And everybody, no, most people didn't even respond. Okay. So for somebody to just reach out to me, I was like, 
whoa, like that wasn't even in my plan yes. at all. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's what made me realize like, um, I'm gonna stop planning and just let God plan because He do a better job. Way better job. He always sets you up perfectly. Like, okay, God. Let's yeah, like we just gonna move on your time. Like it's just your time and you just tell me when to step in and when to st- step to the left, when to step to the right. Like, I'm not doing nothing on my accord ever again. It's just God's accord. Yep. And that's it. Yep. He'll tell you when to say yes. He'll tell you when to say no. And, you know, it's going to be all a part of your story. I'm, I'm proud of you, girl. I was like, oh, so <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe it. One girl said, one girl said, you know, I didn't look on the syllabus to see what was going to be happening today. Um, I thought you were a motivational speaker. Mm. And I was like, whoa, you thought I was a motivational speaker? Uh-huh. She's like, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought you were. And I was like, whoa. I am. <laughs> I know that. That's, so I haven't really been able to like I didn't feel like I ever had a moment to process that I was going to go speak. And so since this all happened, I don't really feel like I've had a moment to really process the whole thing and just like, what's the, what, what was the point? What was the purpose? And it could solely just be for the fact that somebody was in that room that needed to hear that. And if that's all that was, then that's fine. So, okay. Other than that, um, last week, I, you know, I did this thing where I cleaned my house on Friday. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know better than doing that, you know? <laughs> Get toe up the next day. And then the next morning, I had to leave. I left that morning to go see, hang out with my mom and my sisters for the whole day. And I come back, and they were like, we really tried to keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I was like that's why I clean Sunday nights. That's why I was doing that. Like I can't even clean Saturdays. So for my house to be clean during the week, I have to clean Sunday night because during the week they're only there in the evening. Right. It'll stay clean longer. Yeah. Then Saturday it just goes to bar and then I just clean it Sunday night. And I was like, that's why I did that. But you know, sometimes during the week you just hit a little, like, I just want to clean, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was that. And then, Sunday I just I just really just got some good sleep and that's that's that that was that that's good <laughs> <laughs> we gotta jump in we we took a whole hour or so um I don't think it was an hour but um on our weekends but we had some great things happening this weekend so yeah. Let a little head clap for our motivational speaker. Uh, oh, <laughs> girl, let's 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 get on to these hot topics. All right, girl, what's happening in the streets? So we have to kick it off and talk about the sad situation at Astro World because I feel like it's not right to talk about like just to skip over that. Yeah, and it's just all the news that's coming about it if you guys haven't heard i'm sure by now you guys heard it astral world travis scott he had a concert mm-hmm. um eight people passed away so far yeah really and the youngest i think was 14 yeah and, and the whole thing has just been just so sad mm-hmm. yeah i was watching um a young man who was there he shared his story 
literally the night of before it even came out on the news he was just talking about um his experience because he said earlier in the day he was watching master p because i guess it was like a festival type situation where it's like all the people performing all day oh, okay earlier in the day he went to watch master p and people rushed the stage and he said he couldn't breathe and he said i think he said people like were like pushing him towards the stage but he did manage to like get out so he said after that experience he knew that when travis scott went up he would not go near the stage so he said that he was kind of like up on the barricades like sitting on top of the barricades watching the performance and he could see all the chaos start to happen um when he went up there people just rushed the stage and they were pushing and trampling people and people were literally screaming help and he said that it, it was just he said that mm, i got the chills he said that it looked like hell <sighs> he said it looked like hell he said and i love travis scott he's like i was there because i love him as a performer um, he said he does music himself and he's always been inspired by him. He said, but whatever happened that day, what I'm just repeating what he said, y'all. I don't notice I wasn't there. But he said that it was a very demonic experience that was going on. And he said it just looked terrible. And you just see people just pushing and, and trampling over people. And then he said, he jumped off to help people and pull people out of like the middle of where they were. He jumped into the VIP section. I guess he was sitting up top. He said he jumped into the VIP section and was pulling people into the section so that they could breathe, like laying people out. Whoa. And the people in the VIP was like, don't, don't put them people in here. Get out of here. Like we pay for this. And da, da, da. he's like, man, F y'all. And he said he was just helping pull as many people out as he can, but he said he he saw people like laying there lifelessly, and he said he had to get out of there after that because he was like, I've never seen death like that. People was just like black and blue, and he was just like, I, I had to get out of there, but he was literally sitting in his car like telling this story the night of the, the show. And it's just really sad to hear all these things um, that occurred. And um, now I saw something today that said that there's several lawsuits against Travis Scott, um, you know, and people were saying like, oh, he, he should have saw what was going on. And I'm like, well, when you're performing on stage, there's a lot of lights and like, there's a lot going on. He knows people do like rage and stuff at his shows all the time. So I don't know if he knew what was going on or if he didn't, but um, it seems like some people are trying to hold him accountable. So I don't know. That's dramatic on both ends, you know, like for that yeah. to something like that to happen at your show, your performance, like that's heavy. And for all the families of the victims and like, oh, it's just devastating to even think about those young kids. Like you said, as young as 14, it's just like, oh, you go to a concert to have fun. You don't think you're going to lose your life. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the just, oh, and, and I saw that Drake was there too. So they was probably really rushing the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Like those elements. But I'm just like, I don't know. I've been to several concerts, but never where, I've never been to a festival like that where there's no 
barriers and you can just as many people as they want can just rush the stage like you can't get on the stage you can just push your way to the front there's no like seats or anything to you know block yeah so my sister was saying she went to the beyonce when she went to beyonce at coachella Mm -hmm. um she said she i remember her telling me this back then but she reminded me when this whole travis scott thing she said i remember being in that mosh pit and feeling like i couldn't breathe and people were pushing and pushing and there was a guy he had a a water he hadn't even opened yet and he said i'm gonna give this to you because i don't want you to pass out And she was like, oh my gosh, I was so thankful that he gave me that water because literally everybody was so close together. Like, I felt like I couldn't, like, I was starting to feel like I couldn't breathe. Yeah. I have a friend that passed out at Coachella too. Cause you're, yeah. think about it, you're in the, you're in the desert. Yeah. You're in a dry desert in the summertime. Well, I think Coachella's in April, but it's still hot. And yeah. then you got all these people in this really tight, small space jumping and moving like yeah you definitely cannot breathe in that so you go to festivals and stuff like that it's better to just stay on the outskirts and like i know when you go to concerts you want to try to get as close as possible but this is a lesson for everyone just like it's better to just back on up and and get you because people don't care all they care about is getting closer to the stage yeah like and then once the momentum is going it's not like you can stop right like everybody from behind is just pushing and pushing so it's not like you can stop so and those people are just getting trampled but anyway oh that's heavy but prayers to everyone involved yeah um, and thankfully i saw that he is refunding everybody from the concert too that's good. and i saw something about trying to help the families i mean it doesn't bring them back but i mean yeah, well, that's heavy. So let's get on to the next thing. From one Kardashian family member to the other, um, <laughs> the Kanye West interview from last week crazy. was so crazy, but it's so, like, when you see Kanye, when he's that Kanye, where he's just, like, wild, um, it's just so crazy. The part that I wanted to bring up was how he... T- started to say that he wanted to get back with Kim and that his kids don't want to see them break up. Boy. He also said that they're not divorced. He's like, I ain't signed no papers. We are not divorced. That's my wife. Okay, but it was already confirmed that she was keeping the house. So you guys are going through some type of mediation or something. Yeah, you know you're going, you haven't signed anything yet because everything has to, like, think about all the different things he gave her, like the stock and does she get to keep her stock and, mm-hmm. okay, she gets to keep the house. Well, she should keep the house because that land, she owns the land of that house. What I'm thinking too, though, just from watching the interview, because I did, over the course of some time, watch the entire interview. Yeah. Um, he carries a backpack and he says that is his house (laughs) so he said my home is when i talk to my daughter on the phone that's my my house is this bag that i carry so he said i started out with a smaller house like a smaller bag that he had all his belongings in and he said that 
now somebody gave me something and it was too big to fit into my old house. I got a new house and it's about, it's not, it's not big at all. And so with that way of thinking, I can understand why he said, go ahead, Kim, you can have that house because he just travels from here to there, staying in hotels, staying in friends, houses and cabins and wherever he wants to go, wherever he don't even carry no clothes. He said he went, I forgot where he said he went. He didn't even have Yeah, so Balenciaga came and brought him some drawers and some clothes, and he was like, I didn't even have to pay for this. I'm wearing Balenciaga Balenciaga drawers. Right, but like you were saying about um, him and Kim, I just thought it was interesting that he is claiming that they don't have no divorce papers and that they're still together, or that's his wife, and that's always going to be his wife, and I don't know. It's kind of because it's super possessive because it came out this week that he's reportedly been talking to this other supermodel who's 22 years old and she's really, really pretty. But so you're talking, you're saying in the interview, you want to get back with Kim, but you've been dating the supermodel on the low and you was dating that other supermodel on the low. We didn't forget you guys were on private jets, like, you know, what it, it is, what it is. And so I don't understand how you can say you want to get back with your wife, but you're hanging out with this 22-year-old supermodel. It just sounds like a case of having my cake and eat it too. Like yeah. he wants his family, he 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 wants his wife because she represents family for him. Like that's yeah. the mother of his children. They have all of their children together. He doesn't have any children outside of the ones that they have together. And I feel like that's a sense of security for him. But he also wants to go out and do what he wants to do. He's a billionaire now, and he wants to live life the way he wants to live it. So yeah. that I think that is what his mentality is. And I don't see her necessarily going for that. I don't know. And I feel like this whole Pete speculation has really got under his skin. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole thing with Pete, I just feel like, she hasn't she hasn't come out her she he knows that she has control over her pr and Mm -hmm. so for her not to rightfully come out and say no i'm not with p after she just kissed p on snl like he knows and i think that's why in that interview he started to say all that stuff on um her pr saying um yeah he said he can't stand that yeah he said he can't stand that and tracy's been kim's pr person for a long time their daughters are like best friends it's real easy to see online that she's real close to her pr person so he's gonna say he can't stand her well yeah because you probably want their pr to say kim is not talking to pete right and for those that don't know it's alleged that she's dating pete was it pete davidson or whatever yeah it's alleged that she's dating pete davidson because they were hand-holding at nods and then they were seen at a friend's dinner yeah but anyways um we have to do this follow-up because our girl our girl carnesha <laughs> carisha girl just call her young Miami if you can't get her name <laughs> Carnisha, Carnisha, Carita. Oh my God. She done hit hit the top 100, specifically 81, for her song, Rap Freaks. Which is crazy. She can't even believe it. She was like, how? 
how the worst song do me good or something like that. Yeah, she said how the like the worst song in the world. <laughs> yeah, in history. <laughs> the worst song in history. I'm like, yeah, girl, it was pretty bad. But do your thing, Shelly, because you hit the top 100, and probably because everybody was thought it was hilarious. Okay, I listened to it at least 10 times to figure out what she said. Right. <laughs> okay, buenas noches. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love her because she she going to get her money anyway. Okay, and lo- huh? No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say another release this week was the Summer Walker album, and the girls have been loving it and blasting it and in their feels. Um, in regards to the album, I listened to some of it, and I think it's a good body of work. She was definitely getting it off her chest and putting London London on the track on the track because. <laughs> She ran right over him too, <laughs> and his baby mama. So, oh, see, I'm scared to listen to it. It's it was pretty good. I was it's a vibe. Like I think Summer Walker is always a vibe. Obviously, I cannot relate to what she's talking about, but there's a lot of women out here who can, and the girls have been loving it. So, shout out to her. It's it sounds pretty good to me. I saw somebody had posted. Um, don't let Summer Walker sing y'all out of getting a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> and I liked how Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland was like in her feels about it. Mm. But yeah, that's the that's the hot topics, y'all. Right. We're gonna move on to mama moments. Mama mama moments. Mama 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 moments. So my mama moment this week is actually just happened before I got on. And I know I've been hitting, my son has been hitting a lot of milestones that have been making me emotional. And here's another one this week. I'm just going to start calling it emotional milestones. moment. (laughs) That's a good one. An emotional milestone. I like that. Right. So Kenyon officially has his first loose tooth. And I'm like, no, I was looking at his mouth this morning. I was like, when did he get a gap? Like, why is it looking like that tooth is leaning to the side? Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, I think his tooth is loose. So, and he's been waiting for this day because he was watching some show and they were talking about the tooth fairy and then how your tooth was going to get loose. And he's like, mom, he came in crying one day, like, mom i want to have a loose tooth i want my tooth to fall out and i'm like boy it'll come the day is coming don't worry and today right so he's been touching it and and moving it around and doing it you know moving it with his tongue i'm like well you just have to leave it alone and let it fall out naturally and then the tooth fairy will come and he's like i'm so excited i can't wait to go to sleep and i'm like no she's not coming tonight you have to put falls out first and he's like oh my gosh i'm so excited so he was like literally looking in the mirror and like moving it and so it's been the cutest thing ever yeah oh oh my goodness he's gonna be having a gap tooth for christmas how wonderful it is at the bottom it's at the bottom left so yeah it'll be noticeable but not too bad but i think kids with no teeth is the cutest thing Oh, yeah. 
I, I, there was one Christmas where Austin didn't have his two front teeth, and oh, he was God. just like, "All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth." <laughs> I also cut Bryson's hair. For those of you who've seen Bryson, his hair is like. It doesn't even look as long as it really is. When I cut it, I literally put it in two, two ponytails, like one in mm-hmm. the front, one in the back, and cut the ponytails off. And it was like five inches of hair. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much hair. I didn't realize because this hair is like always, you know, we wash it, it's curly, and we put product so it looks like a shorter afro. Right. When comb that junk out, I was like, dang, his hair is so, I cut off so much hair. It looks, it looked like I could have made a whole ponytail with it. <laughs> I was like, this is somebody's whole head of hair. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is a, uh, this is a bun right here. But it's so cute. I gave him like a little short curly cut. So it is so cute. So yeah, my baby. Aww. Birthday's next well, week, So I wanted his hair to look a little bit more tame. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Bryson growing up. I know. What about you, girl? So, okay, so every time I, not every time, but like most of the time that we come to fill them, every, okay, every day, my daughter Audrey asks me, Do you have to go to work tonight? Do you have to work tonight? Are you going to be home tonight? And so, um, like when I leave to film the podcast or some Saturdays, I'm gone the whole day and I don't get back till nighttime. And then especially with last week, I think I was gone the whole day. I was gone the whole day Saturday. And then we did the podcast Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't think I was gone the whole Saturday. Anyways, I, I'll be working. Okay. And so, right. <laughs> and so especially me leaving that Monday night and then that Tuesday night, mm-hmm. two nights in a row, she was just like, you know, what you where, <laughs> what are you doing? You need to be home. Like she's my mom, right? Right. So last week I was filled with mommy guilt, you know? Yeah. And Thursday I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have you stay home and we'll play toys and we'll sit on the floor and we'll play. But I didn't tell her until Thursday. So she was like, as soon as like Austin went to school, I was like, okay, Audrey, so me and you, we're going to stay home today. We're going to sit on the floor and play. Uh And she was like, hold up. I'm supposed to be at school. (laughs) (laughs) She she loved her little school. So she loved her school. So she's like, you know, usually the first person up in the morning, first person dressed, eats breakfast brush her own teeth like she's just like let's get to school let's get to school Mm -hmm. so I didn't let her miss Wednesday because that's dance day but Thursday I was like let's stay home and we're so at first she was a little upset but then she was like oh wait we're gonna play dolls all day I'm like yeah we're gonna sit and play dolls all day (laughs) and she was like okay 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 so we sat on the floor and played all day because that's she reminds me so much of myself when I was a little kid we're like I just wanted to play with my mom all the time, you know, and my mom worked a lot. So my mom would put out special times to just do little stuff with me because I would always be asking to like, um, hang out with her and stuff like that. So I, you know, trying to have that balance of, um, okay, I'm just going to take the whole day off and it's just me and you today, you know? It's really good being intentional about it. I'm sure, like, even though she wanted to go to school at first, like, it meant a lot to her. Yeah, so then when Austin got home, she's like, hey, Austin, me and Mommy and Orion, we stayed home all day. 
Yeah, the girl at home. <laughs> you, that's good. <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, Audrey, Audrey, Audrey. She's the cutest. Yeah, so Kendra, what is today's topic? So today is a fun topic. Um, we're going to be talking about things only somebody's mama would do. So, <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking and thinking about some of the things that we do as moms as like other people would think is weird or they might not be able to tap into yet or, you know, just a special special bond that we have as moms that we kind of like do some of the same things or things specifically to our children. So yes, I thought it would be fun to just talk about and hopefully you guys can relate to some of these. If you can't, don't judge us. Okay. Yeah. This is a judge free zone and nobody was hurt. Right. I personally know some of the things that I do may be a little weird just because I just am a little weird because my husband be like ew you're gross <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna dive right in and kick it off with one of the things that my husband says is it's completely gross that I feel like only somebody's mama would do yes because he's like I'm not doing that so you know sometimes your kids get constipated right and when they're babies um And of course, there's like medicines, you can give them prune juice, there's different things that you can do to help them go. One of the things I learned um, when my son was in the hospital is to like pump his legs. So you can kind of like, you know, literally pull them out, push them in, pull them out, push them in. And that helps get their system going, you can rub on their stomach and help get it down. Sometimes with my baby, you know, he has a little issues and he needs a little extra help. So what I like to do. <laughs> not like to do, Kendra. Not like to do. Just what you do. <laughs> because I, I literally don't mind it. Like, I like to pop pimples and stuff like that. So this is kind of like that for me. Um, <laughs> I said don't judge me, okay? I am being, oh, I'm being very transparent right now. And very I'm, vulnerable. Go ahead, Kendra. This, but I don't care because it's my baby. He came for me and whatever. So I'll, I'll notice sometimes like he's like struggling to like go poop. Like he's really trying and I'll look in the diaper. There's nothing there. I'm like, what's going on? Let me see what's going on in here. So I'll open up, look at his little tush and push his legs back. And I'm like, oh, his little poopoo is stuck in there. So I'll get a wipe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get a wipe and just help him out a little bit. So I'll just kind of like, if it's like, if it's like sticking out a little bit, I'll push his legs back and that already helps him go. Yeah. And then I'll just take a wipe and like push the poop down a little bit and then it'll just come right on out. How does little poop get stuck? I can see big poop, but little poop? It is. It's not like little. No, it's like big poop. So one time, it I feel like the first time I did it, it was crazy. It was like a ball. Yeah. And it was just stuck there. And so I kind of just like, you guys can't see what I'm doing, obviously, but. But I can. But I can. (laughs) (laughs) I I put my finger through like a wipe and I literally went to the top of it and like, pulled it out 
Okay. I had this, I helped pull it out. And then once it got out, like he so much relief. So after that, I told Brandon, I was like, oh my gosh, I pulled his poop out today. He was like, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> I was like, he was in so much pain. I didn't, I didn't know what else to do. I saw it sitting right there. So I figured this would help. I him. saw it sitting right there. <laughs> oh my gosh you're so gross so after that like if he noticed that he was constipated he'd be like babe I think it's poop stuck <laughs> and I'll come in I'm coming <laughs> get so, the wipe get the wipe pop his little leg pull the poop right out everything's fine yeah I can't wait till Bryson hears this interview <laughs> I mean not this interview he hears this episode <laughs> y'all please tell me I'm not the only one okay please say yeah I'm not the only one. You know, we will do anything to help our kids. Like, I think that's what it is too. It's like when you're a mom, you will literally yeah. do anything to help your kid. It's like the same thing. Like, if your kid is choking or like, you know, they put something in their mouth, you don't even think about it. You just go for it and pull it out. Or, you know, if you don't even care if they're if they throw up on you, like, you know, yeah. if, if they're choking, you're like, let me get it out. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Okay, what's one of your things? Oh my gosh, Kendra. So we're starting off like that. Um, <laughs> one thing that I do that I used to hate what my mom would do to me as a kid is like, you know, when you're at drop off and as soon as you get to school and you're taking your kid out of the back seat to go walk them to class, and then in that moment you notice they got something on their face. Yeah. And you just have to lick your finger and wipe it off real quick. Yeah. And then it's cold in the morning and you already know how they feeling. It was probably, you know, it's morning bread. Like it's just, <laughs> if their face is wet, you know, it's not right, but you do what you, you gotta do. Yeah. And it's like, should I have wipes in the car? Yeah, I probably should. But this is the thing. I thought I, their face was clean and now it's not. And we just got to take care of this real quick because they got to be school in two minutes. Right. Right. You don't even think about it. Just, and you know what's funny like you said we hated that as kids but now that we're moms ourselves it's like it ain't nothing to do Kendra hates it so he'd be like mom ew <laughs> you're like listen he said don't lick me <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness we tired y'all we just sit here talking okay there he is Okay. Um, What's your next one? Another thing that I do, um, this one is not gross. This one is actually a mom hack. So you might want to get your pen and paper. Okay. Okay. But, um, I actually carry a portable potty in my trunk because oftentimes, you know, kids always have to use the bathroom. And I don't really care for public restrooms like that, especially with my kids. I don't want to have to take them in there and them touching stuff and all that. So I carry a portable potty in my trunk and I have uh, Clorox wipes back there. I keep a little bottle of water there and I let them go pee. I put it in the trunk, let them go pee. Um, now that my son is older, he can stand up and like pee outside and stuff, but you know, people are perverts and you know, sometimes you're not in an actual um, place that's okay to do that. So mm -hmm. I carry the potty and I just let them go. I dump it, rinse the potty out, wipe it out with a cloth, put it right back in the trunk, and it comes in clutch. 
Wow. You can be anywhere. You got to go to the bathroom? No problem. <laughs> See, and that's, some, that's a hack that I'm actually going to take and use. Yes. And the kind that I have, is, it's really um, compact. It's literally just, it doesn't have a back to it or anything. It's just this, the bottom seat. And it has a little part that, you know, you can lift up out of it. And I'll take a picture of it and um, put it on the Instagram if you guys are interested. But yeah, it's, I think it's Baby Born or Baby Bajorn or whatever it's called. But um, yeah, you just lift it out, dump it, put it back in the car. Little white potty. Mm-hmm. Listen, that's a real hack, okay? So something that I do is, um, uh, and I'm sure a lot of other moms can relate to, is I can tell when my child is about to have a meltdown. Mm-hmm. Um, something we're talking about earlier is, you know how you, if you make your kids food a certain way, and then dads are like, oh, no, I'll do it. And then they forget to like, put the put the chicken, ex- like my daughter, she likes her chicken and her rice. And she just wants it a certain way and this and that. And I've learned to do it how my husband does it. But if you do things and your husband doesn't know that your child likes it a certain way, and then your child takes it, it's like three, two, one. Like you're about to have a full-blown meltdown. Yep. Or like at a birthday party, when your, top, when your child starts to get tired, it's time to go. Yep. You can time it so perfectly. Yeah. Time it so perfectly. Like, oh. Oh, here they go. They whining about nothing. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, they whining about exactly. When they start whining about nothing, it's time to go. Yes, that's definitely mama's intuition. Okay. Another thing that I do is, and this was before pre-pandemic. Right? When I take my kids to the park, I bring my Lysol and my Clorox wipes. And I wipe everything down that they're going to play. So if they're going to get on the swing, I'm wiping it down. If they're going to get on the monkey bars, I'm wiping it down. And I've done that from the beginning because parks are disgusting. (laughs) Wait, how much a month you spend on uh, Clorox wipes? (laughs) I don't don't know. And I don't care. I got a surplus in there. <laughs> I go to Sam's Club. It comes with like six in the pack for like fourteen ninety eight. I don't care for the the safety of my kids and them not getting sick like that. Like, listen, I does it all. Okay, I have the spray. I don't wipe. I don't wipe down um, like every single part of it. But the park by my house, the monkey bars is not that big, so okay. I usually spray everything and that's just me being a good member of the community this is for everybody if i spray microban on there it's good for 24 hours okay (laughs) this is for everybody because somebody snotty nose kid was just on them monkey bars and they boogers are still on there (laughs) okay Uh, and touch them monkey bars I just want to go to the park and watch and record you wiping down. Oh, girl, come. My friend, I went with my friend one time. She was like, wow. <laughs> She's like, wow. I'm like, yeah, I don't play. I do not play because we can't bring, we can't afford to have these germs, these unknown germs. I got worse with COVID. I got worse with COVID. I was just like, we ain't going to the park. 
yeah. We're just not going. But yeah, that's me. Yeah. I just like I said, I just want the, the record of you at the park wiping it down. Girl, I'm proud. The man um that one of my neighbors, he likes to go to the park and drink his coffee in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so one time me and Kendon were over there early and he saw me. I didn't see him sitting there. <laughs> and he saw me and I kept telling Kendon, wait, not yet, wait, not yet. So Kendon already knows to just stand there and let me do my thing. <laughs> and he oh, like, can I play now? Can I play now? I'm like, hold on. You gotta let it wait for 30 seconds so it can activate. <laughs> <laughs> in the slide I, I hit it all and you're so you're welcome those of you a part of my community you're welcome it's it's clean and sanitary for you and your enjoyment so what did the old man he was sitting there did he say anything or what he was just laughing at me he was drinking his coffee laughing at me he said that's good that's really good <laughs> <laughs> see i'm just the type that hand sanitize when they go i just hand sanitize their hands and when they leave i hand sanitize their hands and then they gotta get straight in the shower yeah but for me i you know kids wipe their eyes they touch their face yeah. they you yeah. know so i do the same i sanitize their hands like when they you know get off or come out or whatever so you already know if i'm doing all this i got the hand sanitizer actually i wipe their hands with the wipe first because it'd be black with dirt that's how dirty this stuff is oh my gosh with dirt and then i sanitize because you don't want to just be moving around dirt with sanitizer so yeah we're gonna call your um we're gonna email your um what's it called your not my community that's not how my park look but at the other parks they're never they've never who cleans the parks they they take the trash out they don't wipe those monkey bars down they don't even pressure wash them uh, Kendra, nobody's gonna be able to look at the park the same again. I hope not. I'm, I'm not gonna lie because I know how you are at the parks. When I went to a birthday party like two weekends ago, I kid you not, there was like a jumper, and I only let my kids go in like a little bit in the jumper. But there was a park like maybe 200 feet away, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to that. We're not going to that. And I was like, I couldn't let them go to. They're like, well, let's go. I'm like, there's so much to do over here. Why we go over there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even look at the park the same. Oh, girl, I'm sorry, y'all, but that's just me. I'm that's funny. I've always been a bit of a germ before, but it just got worse when I had kids. Okay, so my next one is um, with our newborn, right? She's six months, about to be seven months. And literally, like, two weeks ago, I bought her her first toy. So... <laughs> Something that moms do is like, or something that I do, um, is like any object is a toy. Yes. You know, like she likes to play with the wipes. So I shut the top and she plays with the sound of the wipes. Yes. Like, you know, the toy that we bought a couple weeks ago, to be honest with you, I don't even know where it's at right now. (laughs) Because there's so many different things she could play with and it's a toy. This is, we got this little bitty pillow. She played with the pillow. Look, she don't need no toy. <laughs> Everything is a toy. Right. That's that's facts. That's yeah. Facts. And like carry around stuff, random stuff. Yeah. 
and uh something that she's really got into recently which i'm like oh my gosh stop picking this up but the austin has homework that comes in his backpack and so she just wants to pl she'll get a hand of that paper and she want to play with paper and i'm like you cannot play with paper okay we got lines to this like you could play with this you can play with that but not the paper she likes the sound of the yeah <laughs> she definitely likes the sounds and so um i try to give her like little toys that audrey and austin have not little because obviously she can't have little little toys but one good thing about Ariya is she's not one to put stuff in her mouth that's good yeah so she'll like pick stuff up mm -hmm. and kind of mess with it but she's not like pick it up and put it in my mouth yeah that's really good so <laughs> wait she, no, you know i'm gonna leave that alone um <laughs> so that's been the that's been the best thing what about you um, I, I would say another thing somebody's mama would do being me, I am somebody's mama. Um, we'll wipe our kids' nose with just about anything. Like yeah, whatever's handy. Like if we can't find the tissue, it's just like just wipe it with this. We're gonna wash it, just wipe it with this. Like <laughs> Yeah, like I'm bad at using their own shirt. Like I wipe it with their own nose with their own shirt and then just end up taking the shirt off. Yep, wipe with the shirt, take the shirt off, throw it in the hamper. Yeah. And call it a day. Uh -huh. uh, you know what something else um, somebody's mamas do, as in us? Uh, <laughs> know where everything is at. Yes, you have to. <laughs> yeah. And then when you tell somebody like, oh, I need you to go get the diapers in the cabinet to the left, the second cabinet to the left, to the top, or whatever. And then they go and they can't find it. And it's like, you just keep this database in your brain of like where everything is. Oh, there's a pin under the sink to the left in the box. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it right there? And how do you know that it's there? It's there. Just trust me. It's there. <laughs> yeah. Like in my house, I know where every pair of scissors is at. Yeah. You take a mental note because sometimes you can't go get it at that moment. Like I will remember like, oh, I did put that there. Okay. I'm going to get it in a minute. And then somebody asked for it and it's like, it's in the bottom drawer in the, uh, the bathroom over there by the kids' room. Like, why is it there? I don't know. I just know it's there. Go get it. <laughs> yeah. And then they can't find it. And you're like, oh my goodness. Get it myself. <laughs> then I got to go get it. And I used to remember that as a kid, like my mom always telling me where stuff was at. I'd be like, I don't see it. And she's like, look harder. It's right there. And then they like, oh, have to come in there and get it. And they're like, well, if I have to, if I have to come in there and get it, you get in trouble. Right. I can't find it. Right. Um, <clears throat> y'all just gonna think I'm crazy, but I don't know. <laughs> Telling my business. Um. So something that I do, my husband says that this is only some only a mom would do, or maybe a um, uh, um, a germaphobe dad might do the same thing. But I think this is just being smart. So what I like to do is I have hand sanitizer like everywhere in the car. So it's just convenient, right? So when my son gets home from school, um, I mean, when I pick him up from school, I have a little baby hand sanitizer in the door 
of where his seat is so that when I open the door and put him in the car, I can just grab that sanitizer right there, squirt his hand, he can clean his hands, and I put it right back there. Yeah. Um, so I have like probably, and then I have another one on Bryson's side. Like I just have little baby hand sanitizers everywhere. I do things out of convenience because I don't have time to be searching. I'm in a carpool line. I can't be searching for hand sanitizer. And then I don't want him touching everything when he just came from the playground. So that you didn't get to wipe down. That I didn't. Okay. Okay. We not <laughs> talk about that. <laughs> The fact that I have to just release him into the wild, the only thing that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable is that he wears his mask. Yeah. And he does a really good job of wearing his mask. So if he's wearing his mask on the playground, he can't touch his mouth with whatever his nasty hands. So that's why as soon as he gets in the car, I clean his hands. And he says that they wash their hands before lunch. So that makes me feel a little bit better but yeah I did think about it though I was like oh when I went to the fall festival I was like I should bring my micro band and go spray everything <laughs> <laughs> oh I feel like I feel like this story should have been told before the park you know this would right. be a warm-up to the park because now that you told us the park this story is like oh okay I, I can see that I can see yeah. it. <laughs> absolutely I, I did buy some for the teacher though I brought her the big old pack of Clorox wipes. <laughs> I just, the words dropped, the words left my mouth. Okay, y'all. <laughs> um, we're not going to hold y'all, but listen, something, um, I would have never thought this would have been me, but something that I do is, um, that I guess is kind of weird. No, I don't know if it's weird, but like, I sleep better when my kids are in my bed or in the same room I'm in. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to sleep in their bed, but when they're in, when they sleep in their bed, which they've been doing more recently, I have a harder night's sleep, but then I have a riot in my room. So then I'm like, okay, well at least a riot's here. But then like there's nights where Josh will fall asleep in the kid's room. Mm-hmm. And then it's just me and Rai Rai in the room all by ourselves. I'm like I should go in there with them. <laughs> Yeah, and so then I'm was the second Rai Rai wakes up, I'm like, okay, come get in my bed. You're okay. You come come get in my bed. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can agree. I like my husband thinks I'm weird because I'm like, I love when we go to hotels because we're all just together, like in yeah. a small space. Like I like the simple life sometimes, like just no extraness. Like a few years ago we were getting, um, we had like a water pipe or something burst in our old house and we had to get all of our flooring redone and they took forever to do it. So we stayed in a hotel for like a month. Oh, I, wow. I loved it. Like, yeah, it was a nice, like spacious hotel. We still had like a living room and a little mini kitchen. It was a nice hotel in Orange County. It was like really nice. And so I just loved that simple life living. Like, we were all in one space and I knew where everybody was. It's not like, you know, somebody's way down the hall or anything like that. Like I, I love like just being all together. Yeah. So 
I don't necessarily want my kids in my bed because they sleep horizontally and I hate it. Why do kids do that? I just, that's the part I don't understand. I don't understand it. It's like, bro, why? (laughs) I don't know if it's because they want to be touching everybody, maybe. I don't know, but but the way they just, and now that it's like two of them, and sometimes, sometimes it'll be my husband, my three kids, and me all in our bed. And sometimes the two oldest will be horizontal and i'll be like really yeah why why do why do we have to do this and then all night i'm constantly turning kids yeah (laughs) but i we figured out a little balance which is scary so that's why sometimes i sleep better but even even if i'm constantly moving them i still sleep better than if they were in their own room Mm. but it's like i need them to be in their own room because I want the reason why I want them to sleep in their own room is because I want my husband to get a better night's sleep. Because since he's my husband's six foot five and like he's tall and big, so mm-hmm. he he needs some space. And yeah. so that's my thing is like he doesn't get enough sleep. That's why I push for the kids to sleep in their bed. But then he'd be sleeping in it. It's just a lot. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's a lot. Yes, it's a lot because we want our kids to, you know, have their own space and stuff, but we still, it's like, you just want the, you want it all. Like you want yeah. them in their space, but you want to be with them, but you don't want them to have their foot in your neck, but yeah. you want them in the room, but you don't, but you want your privacy, but you don't, you know, it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. So it just depends on the day for me, honestly. <laughs> I saw this, I saw this thing where this girl was like, um, I, I took my, I was so happy to get some alone time. And when I took my kids, I dropped them off at school and I had the day off at work and I went to Target and then I saw somebody at Target with their kid. And then I just started missing my kid. Yes. And I was like, oh my goodness. That, that completely sums it up. I okay. It's, it's, it's facts. I saw something about that today where they were saying like, um, if a mom says that she misses her own life it doesn't mean that she like hates her kids or anything it just means like life was much simpler without them but I wouldn't change it you know it's like right it's both I think that's an interesting topic too let us know if y'all want us to talk about that because I think that's interesting um yeah your old life yeah yeah like it's impossible to still to miss your old life but still love your new life like yeah I think it is Anyway, so I have one more thing on my list, and I think this is something we can all relate to, is moms always got snacks. Like, you either have snacks in your car, or you have snacks in your purse. Like, people, like, when you're at church, people will, at least they did this to me, like, you got kids. I know you got some snacks in there. You got some goldfish in that bag? Like... (laughs) Okay, you got some <laughs> fruit snacks. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're hungry, go find a mom because they're guaranteed to have something like in their purse, in their car, somewhere because kids, they always want snacks. So that's a plus. You know what? That reminds me of, um, I think it's uh, George Bush and Michelle would always ask for his snacks. They sit next oh, to each yeah. other because one yeah. of them always has a snack or something like that. Yeah, had candy or snacks or something. So yeah, it would be passing mints. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Too, too, too funny. You have any more? 
Um, what I can say is like um, something we actually talked about earlier is that moms know when the, your kid needs to go to the doctor. Like, it's just an instant thing from, oh, let's give him some medicine and lay down to, oh, no, we got to go to the doctor. Like, this is way over my head, you know? Yep. Like, we got to go. We got to go right now. And dad's be like, let's just give him some medicine. Let him let No, 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 no. It's time to go. It's time to go to the doctor. Pack, pack it up. <laughs> <laughs> pack it up. Um, we got to, we, we, we out the door. My husband was like, well, let me call the urgent care. And like, okay, call it on the road because we got to go. We going I ten by ten. That's that. I could just, I could just touch my son's head, and I'd be like, "That's too hot." Yeah, that's too hot. You don't. When you get sick, you don't. You don't need to be getting this hot. So we need to start cooling you down. I need to start looking in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> this is over my head. Sure. We, we trying this Tylenol, Motrin, Tylenol, Motrin. If this fever don't break, you got you look. You got three hours. You got two hours. He headed to urgent care for real. I never forget. Um, my son had a fever in the middle of the night, and my husband got in the shower and held him with ice cold water. Wow! And was like, "We gonna break this fever." Mm. And um, it probably was not that necessary, but we were. It was our first child, and <laughs> <laughs> we was a little overboard. Okay. But who knows? You know, I don't know, but. Ever since then, my son is a real G. Like, when he gets sick, he'd be like, Mom, I just need water and a nap. <laughs> He's like, I just need water and a nap. Let me get some water and a nap. If I'm not feeling good after my water and a nap, then I'll take the medicine. I just need some water and a nap. I love it. I know I just I started taking medicine. He was not having it. <laughs> it's nasty. Nope. He would tight lip his mouth. I'm like, no, just drink it. You know what? My daughter was like that with medicine. And then I'll like put it in a little bit of something. And she doesn't even know she takes it now. Most of the time, she doesn't even know. Okay, like the first time I mix it in something, she won't notice it. The second or third, she'd be like, something's off with this water. But the, the last time she got sick, about two, three months ago, just a regular cold. And I said, okay, Audrey, I'm going to pour this medicine in here. You know, like, for little kids, it's a very little amount. Yeah. And mine's flavorless. It just tastes like salt water, really. Uh And I say, you drink this, and when I pick you up, we're getting a lollipop. Uh Uh-huh. Girl, you would have thought she just, she was like, all right. She just took it and was like, (laughs) we good. (laughs) Sometimes it just takes them trying it. Like... Cause I was so mad. Way we would we would put his in his juice because yeah. it would take forever, and then he would, and then he started noticing the taste, so he just wouldn't drink the juice. I'm like, right. I'm not about to fool with you, and you finna be sick for a whole week. No, we wouldn't knock this out. Drink this medicine. Look, it's only this much, and so yeah. once I go to him, I'm like, open your mouth, and then I started just like throwing it back for him, like just open yeah. your mouth, and then he'd be like. And I like take a sip of water. Take a sip. Of water. I got him taking shots. <laughs> <laughs> like hurry up, take a sip of water. Take a sip of water. And he's like, oh, that's not so bad. That's not so bad. So now, when I bring him his medicine, I got the medicine and I got the water. I'm like, let's do it. And you know, his cold doesn't last as long. But before, it would take forever for him to get better because he just refused 
to take the medicine. I'm like, Ugh. yeah. And I'm like, your medicine tastes good. This ain't nothing but uh, honey and, and lemon and, you know, like, it's some natural stuff. It ain't even like, yeah. Like, boy, you better take this mucinex, knock, knock this stuff out. Okay, you call it a day. Mm-hmm. Call it a day. Well, those are the things that only somebody's mama would do according to somebody's mama podcast. <laughs> okay. Let us know, you guys. We always ask you guys to let us know what as you know how you guys can relate to the episode. Y'all don't be letting us know. So can y'all please let us know? <laughs> <laughs> now that we know that you listen, we're gonna start the people that listen that we know listen, we're gonna start DMing y'all right like hello <laughs> it's so funny because they always tell me in person or like or if i talk to them I'm like oh that was so funny or i can relate to this this and that i'm like why you don't say that on the um <laughs> yeah, i've seen it <laughs> i've seen it <laughs> but we appreciate you guys listening and joining in with us today and we hope that you guys join us again next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at somebody's mama pod. Tell a friend, tell a friend. We're still trying to grow our community. And we would appreciate it if you guys would share our content. And yeah, we'll holler at y'all next week. Bye-bye. See you next week. <laughs>